Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. I'm Gene Beretta, and today Bill's smoothing over an argument he had with Siri. On this episode, I'm joined by Kevin Clash. Kevin has won 29 daytime Emmys. He's got over 150 credits to his name as a performer, over 30 producing credits and over 25 directing credits. In 2011, his documentary, Being Elmo, was was awarded a special jury prize at Sundance. He's appeared in numerous television specials, commercials, feature films, and direct-to-video programs. All this, and he's only 19 years old. He's perhaps best known for creating the iconic Sesame Street character, Elmer. And he's here with me today because <laughs> yeah. Elmer. He's with me today because he has some wonderful stories to tell. Unlike the long form interviews we usually do on the show, these mini episodes give our guests the chance to share one favorite memory about each of these very special people. Welcome, Calvin Clay. <laughs> or Cassius Clay, whatever way you want to say it. <laughs> right. So, Kevin Clash, what can you tell me about? Richard Hunt. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. Richard Hunt, uh, Shrep's ginger ale and toasted, toasted tuna fish sandwich. It had to be whole wheat toasted hmm. tuna fish sandwich. He'd come in with a hangover. <laughs> and Dave Rudman, or Dave Rudman or I would have to go out and get him lunch. And that was that consisted of uh, Shrep's ginger ale. And a toasted uh, tuna fish sandwich. And how often was this? Oh, pl- what? Every other day? Other than the <laughs> weekend, because we didn't see him. Um, <laughs> he was so funny. He was really funny. He um, <laughs> he he loved um, the opera. Uh-huh. Loved the opera. And when we were shooting on 55th and 9th, uh, you know, Lincoln Center was right up the street. So um, I remember... Us behind, it was me, might have been Dave Rudman and I were behind one of the crates. Mm-hmm. And he was doing Gladys the Cow, and um, I was doing Elmo. And, and um, <laughs> he was putting the fear of God in all of us because he said, I have you, we've got to, I, we've got to get this bit done because I have to get in a taxi and get up to, you know, this, this opera. I got tickets, I got to go. If anybody messes up and he does this, oh, oh. if anybody messes up, they're gonna have it. So, so he put. So I'm like, I'm under there, like, please make sure I do these slides right, please. John Stone was directing. I messed up three, four times. It, he was, he was. Oh, he was gonna kill her. And it was, it was the end of the day. So he, we finished. He ran out of there. Dave Rudman and I was was uh, was leaving because it was the last bit, and there's <laughs> he's waiting out there for a taxi, and he's running, he's running across because the taxi, and he misses the step, fall down. Oh. Dave and I run over to him to try to help. Get off me! He jumped <laughs> in the taxi, and he was gone. Oh. That was Richard. Where was he going? Lincoln Center? Or something? Oh yeah, he was going to Lincoln Center to get there before you know they they closed. You know before he could see this opera, so. But did he was, Ellen, with operas, do they 
do they close the door once it starts and you just have to wait till intermission? You know, I don't know what they do, but you know, you, you got to get there before, like, you know, like anything theater was. Right. But uh, he was, uh, yeah, he, that was, that was his, uh, his love and his love of uh, shrubs ginger ale and, uh, and tuna fish. <laughs> Kevin Clash, what can you tell me about Carol Spinney? Oh my goodness. That, now you're talking about my heart. Uh, not only Carol, but, uh, you know, I have, you know, his wife is my wife too, Debbie Spinney. We okay. always say, hey, husband, hey, wife. You know, we always did that. Carol was wonderful. Carol, I, I, I had the honor of actually driving. The car would pick us up because he lived on the um, West End, uh, Upper West Side, West End. And I lived like, you know, right in the middle, like 72nd and Broadway. I was right there. So they would pick, you know, the car would pick him up and then pick me up. So I had the honor of, of uh, going into work with him and listen, listening to these wonderful stories. Um, uh, he was wonderful. I had such a great time with him. Mm -hmm. A very, very funny man, very talented man. And we always loved performing, you know, together with little Elmo and big, big bird. Right. You know, it's cute dynamic. And so we would play around with that all the time. Uh, and, of course, this, and of course we had this, you know, wonderful relationship with Oscar. I remember there was a bit that we did. It was so sweet. It, um, Elmo couldn't go to sleep. So he came to knock on Oscar's can and he was in his pajamas and he had his little baby David. It was a little toy that, that, that was his. And he knocked on the can to see if um, Oscar could give him a, a hug. Good night. You know, cause his mom and dad was, you know, they would, he, he wanted it from Oscar. And so mm -hmm. Oscar was like, Are you, do you, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he said, listen, if I do it, will you get away from my can? And so, uh, <laughs> I was said, yes. So nice little sweet hug. All right, get out of here. Can close it. <laughs> Go through the whole show, you know, the films, animation, other stuff. And the end credits is uh, <laughs> a line of kids with their pajamas on and their toys that <laughs> cans to get their their hugs. You uh -huh. know, goes, will you get away from here? Elmo, you know, it was hysterical. <laughs> it was such a great little piece, and it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. so it was wonderful to just sit and talk with, and then Deb would come in and, uh, a, you know, a genius, uh, uh, you know, yeah. to create two major, uh, uh, you know, iconic characters. Did you get a sketch? Did you get a sketch from him? Because that oh, seems consistent with the other people I've spoken with. Oh, of course, definitely. Definitely, you know, wonderful Christmas, you know, personally drawn cards from him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And he, and he did it for my daughter, too, which was wonderful. Yeah. Cool, cool. Kevin Clash. Yes, you tell me. Please tell me what you can about Jerry Nelson. Oh, man. You talk about the classiest of, of the Muppeteers. He was so cool. But you were spats you, and you've been not, you've been not, you know, get on his <laughs> nerves too much because uh -huh. he will let you have it too. But he was wonderful. He was, he was just a classy guy and his character was so, I mean, his enunciation as far as his speech and the way he could sing, he sang like, he sang like, uh, like, uh, uh, Willie Nelson. He had that, yeah. that quality in his voice. Um, I, I got to hear him actually, you know, because we would we would have these wonderful rap parties, you know, when once the seasons is over, and Jerry would always sing uh, um, at the rap parties, and he was unbelievable. 
And so uh, Matt Robinson, I mean, Matt Robinson, um, um, not Matt, but uh, no, it was, um, it was, um, shoot, um, uh, uh, Matt Vogel. Okay. Matt Vogel and I, we were sitting around in the green room once and we were talking about, I remember just talking about, because I just, I just did something for some movie music company and they gave me this miniature, beautiful miniature guitar. And I never, you know, Jerry would always bring in his guitar to play. So I gave it to, I gave it to Jerry and he said, hey, because it was great because he went in his travels, whenever he would go and do Muppet stuff, instead of taking his big guitar, he could take this. And so he was very thankful of it. And then I started talking to Matt about um, possibly doing a, um, uh, um, an album. You know, yes. <clears throat> an album for, for Jerry. <clears throat> and I said, you know, I would pay for everything. Let's do it at the, uh, at NOLA Recording where we record all of the Sesame Street songs and we use the <clears throat> Sesame Street band because he loved working with them anyway. And then, um, and then um, I talked to him about it. Him and Jan, Jan, his wife was they they were ecstatic about it. They said we would he would love to do this, and um, then he said, "Well, can I you know have some of my my uh, my band members?" And because he he would sing in in Toronto with this band, and so yeah. some of the band members from Toronto came over and recorded on it, and it was a it was a labor of love. It was wonderful, and we actually had folding chairs in the recording studio that anybody could visit and and sit in and, and listen to him. Um, a friend, my friend, my, one of my best friends, uh, uh, D, Deontay, he was a mixologist, so he was making drinks. <laughs> I mean, There's some it, nice footage that you, I think it's online of, of those sessions. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Probably Richard Termini, who who was one of the main amazing builders for, for the Muppets for a long time, he became, he he, he went into being photographer, doing photography. So he started doing a lot of photography for Sesame Street. So he came and he uh, he photographed it. And I think he probably videotaped some of it also. Yeah. Because we wanted some pictures, some stills in the, the album cover and everything. So we, uh, you know, we, we, we rehearsed one, the first day and then we recorded the, the, the album. It was 12 songs. His, his wife did the cover because she's an amazing um, illustrator and artist. Uh, and then um, afterwards, we all went to Shelley's, which is this amazing seafood restaurant uh, on seven, around 70, 75th. No, 57th, 57th and 11th of my day. Wonderful, wonderful seafood restaurant. And we all went there and, 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 and celebrated after we got finished doing it. And, and then, uh, you know, the, 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 the Jim Henson Legacy actually did a, a, an evening with Jerry uh, where he got to perform all the songs again live. So it was wonderful. It was really, really wonderful. Well, the CD, is that still available? Because there was a CD. I I don't know, you know, and I don't, I, it's so funny. I don't even have a CD anymore. I got to find it. Um, oh, okay. Well, well I, I have one. I would think that I would think that it, it, it's somewhere to be be bought, you know. And I did um, a scholarship in Jerry's name uh, at the O'Neill Center for, for I think it was five years, um, hmm. um, where they you could you could get a, a Jerry Nelson scholarship. Um, wow, it's because in his name, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, he he was. Man, he was something else. And the memorial service, when he got up and, and read this the poem, the poem about uh, Jim, did you ever see that? He, well, I was there. Well, that poem was amazing. And he actually gave it as a gift to all of us. Uh, that was it was calligraphy, uh, Jan oh, nice. calligraphy, and, and gave it to all of us. And we all framed mm -hmm. it. It was beautiful. 
Yeah, yeah. Very classy, very classy man. Yeah, I miss him. Yeah, definitely. Calvin Clay, what can you tell me about Jane Henson? Oof, Jane. Jane, I had stopped doing Sesame because I was I was doing uh, I was performing I was doing um, Great Space Coaster and Captain Kangaroo at the time, and I just couldn't do all three. And Jane asked me to start doing both of those shows. It stopped. You know, uh, Captain Kangaroo was canceled, and uh, Great Space Coaster was canceled. So she asked me to do some workshops with her, puppeteering workshops. And it was wonderful. She she had an ear and an eye for, for, for puppeteers. She was amazing at that. Jim would talk about how amazing she was at that. And um, one day, you know, I came in and she said, listen, are you still interested in, in, uh, in, in now that you're not doing those other shows, are you still interested in Sesame Street? I said, of course. So, um, she set up a meeting for me to meet with uh, uh, Lisa Simon and Arlene Sherman. And uh, the rest is history. <laughs> because of her, I, I got back on the show and then Elmo was created. And, and uh, it, it, that was, that was, you know, that was because of her. Wow. Uh, she was of, go ahead. No, she was wonderful. You, she, she was very frank, spoke her mind. You, you knew where she was coming from. If you screwed up on something, she'd make it very clear that you did. Mm -hmm. I love that about yeah. people. I love that about you know people when they can they can be that. He, she was that, and she was she was a very talented lady also in her own right. right. For sure. Speaking of Arlene Sherman, for, for who was one of the producers of Sesame Street, I have to thank you because when I moved back from the West Coast to here, trying to figure out what to do next, you introduced me to Arlene, and that enabled me to start doing some Sesame Street animation. I remember that? That was yeah. that was really cool. You did some animation with your design. Mm -hmm characters and stuff like that. She was, yeah. a wonderful, she was a very wonderful, creative, creative person. And she was so in tune with, with that, the field of animation and all aspects of animation that mm -hmm. she really brought that back to Sesame Street in such an amazing way. She was, was Well, wonderful. then when they switched, you know, when they switched over to season 30, you know, the whole format changed. So there wasn't as much call for things like that. So yeah. what did she end up doing? What was she? Well, she, became, she became one of the main producers of the show. Oh, good, good. Her and Michael, I forget Michael's last name. They were both uh, producers, the main producers, executive producers of Sesame Street. Oh, excellent. So she, she stepped up in the world. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. Kevin Clash, finally, what can you tell us about Jim Henson? Oh, wow. Ah, Jim. Heard of him? First time I met him uh, was at uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Uh, it was during the um, Muppet, Muppet movie had just come out. And so they had the bus from, uh, from the Muppet movie in the parade. And so they needed more puppeteers uh, for, for the Sesame Street float. So I was asked a bunch of puppeteers that, you know, was not doing the show. They were asked to do uh, the Sesame Street float because that meant Frank and Jim and Jerry, they were all on the, the, the Muppet show. Uh, uh -huh. but, um, so I got to meet him after, after, the, after the parade and he asked me, uh, and, and actually I was introduced to him through Kermit Love, who was a major mentor of mine, who, mm -hmm. uh, 
who got me, who really wanted me to get on Sesame Street. He was trying to get me on Sesame. And he introduced me to, uh, to Jim. And I had, I had two local television shows that I was, I was performing, uh, being involved with in, in Baltimore called uh, Mr. Rainbow's World and Caboose. I was doing those two shows. And um, Jim asked me, could I, could I um, stay up? Uh, up to, in New York and, uh, and audition for him. And, um, you know, of course, I was going to throw everything away. <laughs> no, no, he can't. He, he actually can't, Jim, because he has two shows that he's doing in, in two television shows that he's doing in Baltimore, and he really needs to get back for that. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> and so he, and what was really wonderful is another Richard thing real quick. Um, I met Richard in the bathroom at, uh, at, at Macy's. And he used to wear this beautiful tam, tan, uh, like a hat with a, a turkey feather. Oh, wow. Yeah, hang on. And he said, listen, you're going to meet Jim. You tell him, you know, don't be shy. Just tell him what you do and that you'd love to do work with the Muppets. You know, just go for it. You know, we don't have that many performers of color and this would be great for us, blah, blah, blah. So I did meet. And then, uh, and then of course, Kermit's like, ah, you, you know, he has other shows. He can. And so Jim said, okay, well, just send me up a video. And what was sweet is I got back down to Baltimore. I told another mentor of mine, local personality, Stu Kerr, uh, who, who did Caboose with me. And he said, no, we'll, we'll do the audition. We'll video it. You know, we'll do it right here. And so Stu is off the off side of the camera interviewing all my puppets, you know. How nice. And uh, it was a labor of love. It was so wonderful. And so that tape was sent up to Jim, and that's how I started working with, uh, with the Muppets, uh, nice. which, was, which was really sweet. Really, really sweet. Uh, so that that was my first encounter with Jim. Jim, Jim has been such a wonderful, uh, not only a, a phenomenal boss, but just just so cool to hang with. You know, I would go out to dinner with him every once in a while, and and uh, you know, it was it was always a, a really fun time with him. You know, mm-hmm. not just performing, but just spending time. You know, socializing with him. Um, and then, of course, to watch him, you know, and, and observe, and you know, the, I've gotten, you know, these front row seats of watching the amazing Jim Henson and, and Frank Oz, you know, creating and doing Bert and Ernie, or just, you know, doing Cookie Monster, or you know, <laughs> I yeah. mean, it was, it was a, it was a, an honor to to be around them, and then to get to perform with them. I remember I was doing a special called uh, um, Billy, what was it? Uh, Bunny Picnic, we were shooting in London. And uh, Louise Gold and I played mother and father to uh, the main character. And um, we were doing this beautiful lullaby song and everybody was being used, and Jim was directing, everybody was being used uh, to perform it, you know, whatever was in that scene. And so I didn't have anybody to help me with my hands because I needed to put the cover on the, you know, the bunnies and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, Jim said, I'll do it. <laughs> M came over and assisted me. <laughs> it was the most uncomfortable thing. <laughs> he is the master of all masters, you know. Right. My rods. Also, I talked about this with you guys before, but that whole situation where we, we would go into NOLA recording and sing songs and stuff like that. And he was supposed to sing this, uh, uh, say, toothpaste. I think we, we tried to show it. Uh, when we talked about it, but you know, say toothpaste, somebody. It was a song, a gospel song, and and uh, Jim was supposed to sing the lead. He said, "Hey, I'd give it to Kevin. He huh. can sing better." So I did it. I did it, and then uh, we shot it, and it was like 
I think it was four uh, gospel singers, you know, robes and everything with the you know clapping and singing as the backup singers. And then I was doing the lead and um, he stole the insert. He stole the, mu he stole the musical insert because he kept having his puppet not do the choreography right, right. So you would always, your eyeline would always go to <laughs> It was a bittersweet thing of him giving me the lead and then taking it away from me. Right. <laughs> As a matter of fact, there's a little, it, it, it's not edited, you know, at the end of, there's a little opening before they cut the, the, the music video off where you see my puppet, you know, finish it, then all of a sudden, it, and then mine turns and gets ready to go off <laughs> on his puppet. <laughs> And then, then they cut it. It was hysterical. So far. But he was like, did he appreciate that? Oh yeah. He was but see, but that's what that's what the Muppets, that's what he expects Muppeteers to do. Yeah. You know. And uh he, he always he even did that once when we were shooting in Toronto. We were doing the, the, the 30th anniversary of the Muppets. We were doing a special. And uh there was all these different sections of these all these Muppets singing, you know, songs. And so there was a, a, a bunch of rabbits that was up back behind. And there were so many puppeteers that Steve Whitmire and I were, were the ones who have to really make sure all the puppeteers are doing what they're supposed to do. So there was on this one piece. And again, there was these rabbits that were supposed to be, you know, doing this choreography. And one was there shaking, doing whatever. And we talked to the, the stage manager and we said, we got to do that again because somebody's not, you know, <laughs> the, the, he's totally out. And uh, Wayne, the, 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 the floor director was saying, are you sure you want me to? <laughs> and uh, rabbits were still up there because they were still waiting to hear what was, you know. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Wayne talks on his mic too. And we're like, why is he talking on his? And then all of a sudden, that one rabbit that was messing up came down and Jim Henson's face came up. <laughs> and looking at Steve and <laughs> it was It was a wonderful moment. Really That'd funny. be great if they had those outtakes. Oh, it would be great. No, nah, but Jim, Jim, that's what I loved. He could get down in the trenches. He was the boss, but he could get down in the trenches and play with all of us and always made everybody feel so comfortable. That's why we got to do the best that we, we, we got to do because he always wanted us to do our best and enjoy what we're doing, what we were doing. So great, great boss and yeah. wonderful human being. Yes, for sure. Well, Kevin, Clash. I talk too much. No, not at all. It was perfect. Thank you for sharing these stories. Thank you for having me again and again and again. <laughs> I think now you are probably you're like we've said, you are Bob Hope for the show. You you keep coming back on, sometimes as a surprise, like Bob Hope would do on the tonight show. So I think this might be your sixth uh visit. Oh, oh yeah. So I think we're this'll this'll be it for you. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> we've heard it all. That's so wrong with you. <laughs> and and seen. Yes. Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to the BarrettaBrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A Brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>